0: Welcome to 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed, even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers, and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. This is episode 35 in the second series of 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. This episode is Silent Sentinel, mastering silence to make an impact at work. Jean Tomes is in her seventh month as project manager. Meeting with her supervisor, she expresses her frustration.
1: I need to know the progress of detailed activities and highlight where actions are needed. But in our team's meetings, it's hard to present the full picture without interruptions. Also, I've seen a lot of ideas on how to improve things, but somehow I can't seem to keep people's attention.
2: Yes, Jean, I have noticed, and I don't think it's entirely your fault. What
1: concerns me is that it could be affecting the final delivery times of the group.
2: Well, that's a good point, point. and it has begun worrying me too. What do you think we should do about it? Well, some of it's down to me as team leader to ensure that you get the kind of silence that you need. I also think that you could do with some help in handling the situation, particularly regarding the power of silence.
1: The power of silence? What exactly do you mean?
2: Yeah, rather than go into that now, Gene, I want you to attend our internal one-day learning event on this issue. It's called Personal Impact. And most people find it helpful. We can talk about this when you get back. Well Jean, how did it go? What did you learn from personal impact? I've certainly noticed a difference in the last two team meetings.
1: Yeah, it was really stimulating, thanks. Just saying I'm talking and need to be allowed to finish without an interruption, thanks, has proved most effective. I noticed you supported me on that, so thanks.
2: What else did you get from the course, Jean? Anything we can use in our next
1: few meetings, perhaps? Well, you, you see, I've started to notice a pattern. Sometimes when I raise issues of non-performance, the male team members often react badly. Some become quite angry. You know, you will recall that I was even accused of bullying at the last meeting. Others claim that I'm telling them what they already know. Now,
2: I don't think there's an instant solution. You know, I'll continue to be hot on people not interrupting each other. I'm also keen to ensure that the women in the team are adequately heard and respected.
0: Now let's use Jean's experience to consider three questions people tend to raise about being heard in meetings and the power of silence. Is it okay to be silent at work? Why is silence so powerful at work? And when should I stop being silent and speak up? When you have nothing to say, especially in meetings, it's okay to be silent. More important is being an active participant, not just brooding in silence, leaving it to everyone else to make the communication process work. You may wonder if it's rude to stay silent, yet you could be making a real contribution with evident full attention such as leaning forward, making eye contact, taking notes, nodding, smiling, and other indications of being fully present. These can make a significant difference. Jean also found that staying silent can be a powerful way to gain attention. There are three different ways in which your choice of silence can make an impact. The first is demanding to be heard and resisting interruptions, which Jean has successfully begun doing. The second choice is to exploit silence strategically. This involves not rushing to fill discussion gaps, instead allowing your silence to work its magic. For example, many people have a low tolerance threshold for breaks in the communication process. They have a hard-to-resist urge to fill in the silence. But when you let others chatter away, your silence eventually becomes so loud that people will tend to notice and turn to ask for your opinion. A studied silence can also powerfully convey your disapproval of sexist jokes, misogynistic behavior and condescension. Offer stone-cold silence in those circumstances. No facial expressions, no body language, just silence. With zero response, suspense immediately starts to take over. For the person who last spoke, body functions change as the heart beats a little faster. Thoughts jump into their heads such as, what is this person thinking? Why is there no response? Did I say something wrong? This is a well-known tactic, especially when it comes to negotiations. This brings us to the final concern people often have at work. When should I stop being silent and speak up? Sometimes using your voice to speak out against injustice, dishonesty or abuse is entirely appropriate. It's no time to stay silent if you're asked to do something wrong or harmful. Stand up for what's right. Staying silent is a choice. If saying nothing will hurt someone, speak up. Remain silent though if speaking up you cause more pain than saying nothing. There is a difference between being persistent and demanding to be heard and repeatedly imposing your firmly held views onto your colleagues. This may prove increasingly tiresome, distracting or embarrassing. Having said what you feel, avoid constantly returning to it. So what action am I proposing? First, become alert to how you currently use silence at work and explore its power. Second, if you want to be silent about something tricky, consider, what am I risking by not speaking up? And third, experiment with using silence to gain attention in a painless and thoughtful way. And my takeaway from this? Neglectful silence at work can damage you and others. However, used positively, silence is a powerful weapon for gaining attention. You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones at the50ways.site, where you can also become a Foundation member with access to e-learning units, further reading links, and the forum where you can ask questions, share problems, and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Now there's a new book and an audio version called, You Guessed It, 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. Buy it at Amazon or the 50ways.site. Unmissable. Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week.